Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with his good friend, Matt, the Lumberjack Landlord. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing awesome, Mike. Good, good laugh in between sessions. Yeah, good. there you go. So one of the things that I get asked a lot that I just wanted to record a video on so I can point people out is, hey, I hear you and the Lumberjack, and now even Dion is going back and doing a cash out refinance. That must mean it is a good idea for everyone to do a cash out refinance. And when I hear everyone and always, I get very, very nervous. So why don't we talk about, is it a good idea to do a cash out refi all the time for everyone? No. <laughs> I just love, no. It's no, it is not. Um, I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm waiting for the YouTube police to come after you and me for bullying Dion into refinancing <laughs> the property. <laughs> yeah. We do it out of love. We yes, do it out of do. love because we lived through the last crash and we know what happens when you're like, but it's worth 200 grand more than what you're willing to give me on it. Yeah. We know that that cash being locked up, there's nothing worse because you're watching opportunity pass you by that is yeah. going to create generational wealth if you can just tap into your asset. Yeah. So the yeah. answer to the HELOC question, because we get asked this all the time. Well, we're going to do, we're going to do HELOC. We're going to do HELOC next. Right yeah. now it's cash out refi. Yeah. Like so cash out refi, the answer is not always yes. The answer is never, always, never, yes, the same. It's never yeah. always the same across the board, ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. It's very much scenario. So when you and I get last in our live casts, what do you think about a cash out refi? I think generally speaking for me and how I structure my business, I like them. I have no idea what for you. Yeah, no I have no idea. No yeah. clue. And yeah. anybody that says they know, they lie. They don't, they don't know. Yeah, that's, it's, it's like going to the doctor and saying my elbow hurts or something. It's like, well, <laughs> don't move your elbow, jackass, you know? How, how do I, I possibly do know? This. Yeah, it, yeah, it hurts when I kick my, yeah, whatever. Um, so I, I want to have this conversation because again, I've been doing this 20 years. I saw... I, it was a national freaking sport last time. Yeah. We've already talked about the debt structure and all that. That's why yeah. it blew up. But it was a national sport to see how fast you could go back and do a cash out refund. It was disgusting. Yeah. And it worked until it didn't. That's right. So I have a particular <clears throat> concern. I get very kind of antsy. When I hear people talk about, or when I hear, when I sense people are rushing to do a cash out refund. Now they could be doing it for an awesome reason. I just want yeah. to be very clear. I get antsy when I sense eagerness to do a cash out refund. So let's talk about why. Yeah. First and foremost, you're signing up to pay more money, which means for most people, lower cash flow. 100%. One of the first things I did wrong in my book, and I talk about it, is I created an alligator because I was alligator. too stupid to do the freaking math. Yep. When you are sending in $1,200 for a mortgage and your rent's $1,100 and you pay a property manager, you're losing money every freaking month. And it drove me crazy. So again, too many of you are being like Mike Zuber 30 years ago or 20 years ago and not doing the math. 
So some of you, a cash out refi is a good idea, but you take too much. That's what I did wrong. I took too much. So I only did that mistake once. So please, never take a positive cash flow asset and make it an alligator, ever. That is never allowed. Don't do it. I don't care. My opinion, never do that. Number two, again, experience from last time. Too many people were having uh, fun using your house as an ATM. And you didn't realize the debt structure could blow up if rates rose. And then you were not buying assets. You were buying depreciating toys. And, um, and you were inflating your lifestyle. I can't tell you how many people bought a third car and there were only two licensed drivers, mm-hmm. right? How many I, people bought a boat? And it's just- I can't, I can't throw that stone. We have too many cars. <laughs> yeah, but I think you're, uh, you know, if you buy- okay. you're, You yeah, bought a, what was the last car you bought? A Grand Am? Uh, a, a 2008 Grand Prix with 103,000 miles on it, which I love driving for 2,100 yeah. bucks. What a yeah. deal. If your cars are like that, I don't, go ahead, go nuts. I could buy that with my freaking cashback <laughs> card from my freaking- Buy it with your quarters. Yeah, I could. <laughs> Dude, I could, I could buy that with two bags of quarters, no problem. I know, I know that's I, what I'm saying. I digress. Yeah. Again, we're making yeah. references to past videos. If you've been yeah. around for a while, you, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's, I think a cash out reef, and again, the last thing I want to say, is there are too many wannabe gurus or gurus or whatever it is that preach high leverage mm-hmm. that don't realize the house of cards they are creating for their audience. Mm-hmm. And I will never do that. Right. So I'm when I sense that, I immediately back up and sense, no, stop, slow down. Yep. But I gotta re- I gotta be totally honest. I did a ton of cash out refis in the last 12 months on purpose. But here's the deal: I take the money, I put it in a brand new bank account that is not connected to anything. And I am waiting for the deals that Jerome Powell says are coming in the next two years. And yes. I'm comfortable waiting. And then if they don't show up in two years or three years, I stroke a check and pay off the mortgage. Yep. It's that simple. Yeah. So what do you think? Um, yes. <laughs> Done. <laughs> um, so I think it's, so here is my criteria. This is the actual criteria that I use. Everyone can use it if they want. My criteria is this, it's three things. One is I never lever a property more than 70% loan to value. Oh, I like that. Number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, I never lever a property that decreases my monthly cash flow to less than double digit returns. Oh, I like that too. And number three, it kind of, this, this one is, this one's a a little bit different. Usually I'm doing it based on what the new rate is. Cause Mm -hmm. that, you know, now is a thing, Yeah. Um, but likely rates in the future are going to go up. Oh, it's going to change the game. It's going to go up. It's going to really change the game. So those two are guarantees. Yeah. And then the third thing, and this might still a little bit of thunder from the second piece, but the third thing is. I don't do HELOCs when I can do cash out refis. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yes, they can't, they can't shut down your cash out refi. They can shut down your HELOC, your home oh. equity line of credit. They can, and as soon as there is a fart on Wall Street that is stinky at all, gone. shut down, yeah. you're done. You can literally call in and go, um, so yeah, I'd like to pull that money out. Oh, we've already notified you. We've already sent a letter. That's been shut down. Yeah. No, what people got to realize is, and this is what we, this is what I told Dion 
if the deals are going to come, lenders are going to get restrictive. It's yes, because a deal means their balance sheet is in jeopardy, right? Right. This, all this stuff is related, folks. You right. have to play three dimensional or four dimensional chess, whatever you That's want right. to call it. That's right. We're not playing checkers here, folks. Nope. It is three-dimensional chess, and that's well, why people, you get ready. Some people are. <laughs> yeah, well, dude, some people are playing checkers without all the pieces. I mean, <laughs> but yeah. but here's something something that's really important that you were just saying too, which is as you're looking at it, you have to make sure that you are doing the right thing for you, for your portfolio, and having certain standards in place, yeah. right? And to that point where they literally can just shut you off. Done. That was a huge, last time, I won't lie, that was a huge problem for me. I wrote checks to contractors on a project I was finishing. And then six days later, the cascade of angry phone calls happen. Mm -hmm. I have only ever bounced those checks in my life and they all bounced. And it was 15 yeah. grand worth of checks. Yeah. It's it, 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 again, if the deals, if the, if the environment gets hard, like Jerome Powell said, and if you don't know what we're talking about, please watch video one. Um, they're going to turn all this stuff off. And that's why we play three dimensional chess and you get right. ready early. High, high 700 credit scores, low 800 credit scores, six figures in the bank, six figures of income. And I was getting no's. Oh, dude. Same. No, no. I, it's, yeah, it is coming. And uh, so again, I guess what I want to say is, do I think cash out refis are uh, a good idea? I generally think for my business, they're great ideas. Yeah. But what I like what you did, you kind of gave criteria for folks. I just think most people need to slow down. And yes. again, it's just a sense. And I know I have baggage and I have all these issues, mm -hmm. but some of you coming to me so excited to do a cash out refi, I want to hear the criteria. Right. I want to make sure you are not putting your empire that you have built in jeopardy, right? A lot of you have been doing the one rental at a time and you've been killing it because you've been doing the work. I don't right. want you to take money out and stunt your growth. So I just want to, I want to hear, I want to hear why, and I want to hear what you're going to use it for. And one of the answers could be, you know what, Michael, I'm going to be like you and Matt, I'm going to stack cash and wait. If that's the answer, I am like thumbs up and you don't have an alligator and you know, yep. double digit return and all of that stuff. So yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say about this as we wrap this one up? I think it was an important topic. Yeah, I think the third criteria that I would say that doesn't vary for me is that exactly is what I'm using it for. I've never, ever, 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 let me check, ever done a cash out refi to go buy something stupid. Well, I've never done I, any, I've never, ever, all those and more. All houses. All houses. That's all, it. Or apartments. Or apartments. Or, or apartments. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing that I'm buying. When I'm, when I'm levering up, another asset, it's only I am work. using that to acquire another asset that I believe has more appreciation or more, more return on cash flow mm -hmm. than leaving it in the old asset. And then one more thing, just to wrap it up for me, is I want the return on the thing I buy to be 2x my interest rate. Yes. At yeah. least 2x. That's my yield, right? If, if I'm borrowing at four, I want eight. If I'm borrowing, because again, I've been doing this 20 years. I borrowed at six and a half. Yeah. So I was going for 13 or 12, right? So my worst was eight and a quarter. Eight and a quarter, God. Yeah, that was my people, worst one. People watching us now are going, those guys are old. <laughs> eight and a quarter? <laughs> That's not possible. What did that happen? It's crazy.
crazy. Let me just Our, say that was during the crash. That was when I was like, I yeah, gotta no. get this deal done. It was like eight because dude, I made twelve. Enough, I made twelve percent. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not old enough to get eight and a quarter for, in like the main market. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, this has been a lot of fun. I look forward to our conversation. It looks like we are going to try to do a three amigos live stream Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, uh, the lumberjacks got the technologies. Can you imagine yeah. the three amigos live with interactive audience? It's, it's going to blow I mean, up the internet. Buckle up. <laughs> I will not be censored. There you go. All right, buddy. I look forward to topic number three. Awesome. Thanks, Mike.